Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. So we're better now? Yes. All right, okay. so... Let's this is... start over. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right. Hello and welcome to Burke Brothers present Game, of, Game of Thrones. Hi, Natalie. Yeah, me and Nate present. This is Natalie and Nate coming at you live from live. the Bjork Brothers studios. Um, <laughs> In Edmonton. And Madison. And Madison. Levi is um, dealing with our spawn who are... <laughs> our, our progeny. Our progeny who are... Un- <laughs> Unwilling to go to sleep tonight, of course. Mm-hmm. And he's also eagerly watching the results of the Alberta election. So, yes, Alberta friends. This was something. This name of this one was called Sons of the Harpy. Well, that makes sense. But it could um, also have. It also could be have the subtitle Miscellaneous People regale others with tales and anecdotes about Rhaegar Targaryen. Yeah, and we learned that Rhaegar. It's a it's an um a very not so subtle hint that Rhaegar Targaryen really must not have been that bad of a guy. Yeah. Right. That's it, what it, they're saying. You got. That's that's what they're saying. It's like, it's like, just wait a minute. But then, like, but like, yeah, because Peter Baelish does it, but then Sans is like, yeah, but then he raped her. And he's like, I don't contradict it, but I don't verify it either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but it was like he's a romantic. He likes to sing and songs. He's a man of the people. And I remember when, I remember Bearson was like, I remember we would sing, and one time we got really drunk. Like, oh, good thing you could raise the funds for that. Right? No kidding. <laughs> like, that was what they spent all the money on. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, go, go and sing, Sir Bearson, mm-hmm. to your death. To your death. But I don't death. know. That Maybe. is something we can, we can I discuss. I assume they died, but then Game of, Game of Thrones guy was like, well, I don't know if they died. I have not watched any Game of Thrones this year, and I need to catch up. But it's exciting because then I can just binge watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gave he gave or no the lady who was t- whose hair he was cutting this week gave the uh, the sna- sand snakes all like Kardashian names. Nice. Yep. Well, um, okay. So I also don't think they died. Levi does, and he was very traumatized by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The sand snakes. If you've ever watched the show, and it's really good, I highly recommend it. Um, the Almighty Johnsons. Okay. She's in that. She was also in some like. Which 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 are the Sand Snakes? The shorter one. The, the one, one who, who reminds me of the girl from Fast and Furious. Vin yes. Diesel's girlfriend. She was in some kind of like a surfing movie or something, or with dolphins. I don't. I don't some know. sort of surfing. I'll dolphin. look it up. Um, it's, it's it's. But she was in the Almighty Johnsons, and which is a. New Zealand-based TV show about basically, like, modern incarnations of Norse gods living in New Zealand. Mm. Which is, it, it's actually a very funny show. But she's a main character in that, so we recognized her. She's the one that speared the 
the um, captain of the boat. Yeah. Who was almost entirely buried. The Pentoshi captain, not Bravosi. Well, I just heard Levi slam a toilet seat, which must mean he got the children to bed, so. <laughs> That's the signal. <laughs> well, don't you know? Have you ever noticed how he does that? Yeah, I, yeah, I grew up with it. Like, go to the bathroom. Yeah, I grew, yeah, I grew up with him. Yeah, yeah, Natalie. I'm his brother, Natalie. Natalie, I'm the original Natalie. <sighs> I, I'm the one who. I'm the original N is his life. I'm the yeah. original exasperated person in his life. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm still love him. Am I right? Am I right? What? <laughs> Can't I'm gonna live find with out him. who she, what all she's in. But Levi is the one who recognized her. But yeah, Sand Snakes, like the Kardashian. Yeah. I'll have to watch that. But I, I do not think that Grey Worm, or perhaps Grey Worm is alive, but Sir Barristan is dead. I don't know. Because Grey Worm was, a, yeah. I mean, I feel like, oh, they're both okay. If it was modern times, they'd both be able to live. If you could, get but a, you know. A, like, yeah, it's true. Many but of those people would be able to live if it was modern times. To get an ambulance but there, I, get some blood. But I feel like a, a story of days gone by is almost a guarantee that that character's gonna yeah gonna be killed. You think? Like if, if they're giving like a happy tale of their of yeah. their life, when yeah. like we've known we know nothing really otherwise about Sir Barrison's history, other than he, you know he's been the king's guard forever, whatever. Um, so I can. But, so, so <laughs> that's Barrison's... that's usually a pretty good indication that that character's a goner. So he's walking around, and he's off duty, so he's not wearing his armor. He's just wearing his leathers. Yeah. He's like, but I'm he has his longsword with him. Do do dudes who have swords just, like, carry it with them? Because that's got to be tedious. Maybe. Like, if I was... Because, you know, like, I don't even like carrying my cell phone in my pocket. You know? Like, if I sit down, cell phone's out of my pocket. Like Yeah, it's interesting because, like, swords, I think, are um, at least... Like, I, I can only speak to the Norse world, but they were... I guess no one's going to rob you, try to mug you if you're carrying a sword. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... And also, I think, like... He's open carrying. Generally, it's, it's right. yeah, he's open carrying. But, like, I can only speak to no, all the old Norse world, but owners rarely parted with their swords, and they were, like, very much individual possessions made for that owner, and they usually even were buried with them. Because if you think about it, a sword has to match the build of the owner sure. if it's too long and they swing it down yep. it'll hit the ground and stick right yeah it's... so it has to be like custom made for that person and usually it's a very like a very important possession do you know what i mean yes i know exactly and that makes a lot of sense um um and like if you're a really good swordsman you could probably pick up a random sword and, and wield it successfully but like the one that's built for you is going to be the best yeah, because it has to be built for your height, right? And then and maybe, like... you, maybe you get it, like, tweaked if you're handing well, it down to someone. Well, that's why swords are reforged. Yeah. That's why swords are reforged, like okay. we saw with, like, Valerian steel. Yeah. So swords are, like, kind of, they're not, like, it's not like an axe or something where you can just, like, throw it and leave yeah. it, or, like, a dagger or whatever. It's yeah. They're very specific to their owner. And so I think that, like, at least in Old Norse, in, like, Viking, the Viking Age, like, the owners and their swords never really parted and... They were very much like tied. They usually were given names. Even we see that here too. I would give my sword a name. Oh yeah. Um, didn't uh, Aragorn? What's his face? Um, when he was filming Lord of the Rings, apparently, like when he would go into town, like with his per diem and stuff, like when he wasn't shooting, he would carry his sword around with him, like at all times. 
Like he carried his sword, like because he, with me, uh, uh-uh. because well, and also Viggo Mortensen because he wanted to get into the mindset. And the guy's kind of a, the guy seems kind of like kind of a weird guy like that who would be like, I need to get into this mindset and feel like I'm one with my sword because Aragorn is one with his sword. So he he's like carrying. I around. need to go into a modern. Pub. I'm sure, sure. I'm I'm sure the sword's not sharp. It's probably it's probably like dull, like a practice sword. Yeah. But he's still walking around with a sword, so he's going into bars in New Zealand with a sword strapped to him. Don't worry about it. I'm an actor. Hey, well, like when back when he was doing when he was doing okay. Eastern Promises, he went into Russian pubs with his tattoos on, drawn on. And I don't know if you've seen Eastern Promises. Leave and I love it. No. But, um, it's he's it, there's Russian mafia tattoos on him, and people get nervous around him. So speaking of New Zealand, the actress who plays I don't know which stands fake. I guess we'll find out if I look further. She's in New Zealand. Her name's Keisha Castle Hughes. That's awesome. When she was twelve, she was she was nominated for Best Actress for Whale Rider. Mm. She's the youngest female nominated in the Best Actress category. How old was she? She was she was twelve then. She was born nineteen ninety, and the film was two thousand two. How old was Abigail Breslin when she was nominated, or was she supporting actress? I think it was supporting her. I'm not sure. Anyway, um. Yeah, so here comes Levi, so he can join us. We haven't really gotten, we've just been kind of general thoughts, really. General thoughts. All right, game so up, we, bro, we've just been talking up. about, so here, here's when Levi comes in and is like, Oh, shit. Here, um, here's what I think, and... Just put it on mute. And we are... Put your phone on mute, Levi, because Matt is starting to live tweet the blacklist, um, and he's tagging us in all of them. Awesome. I My bet. So that means our, your phone's going to be blowing up. With, uh... Sorry, Matt. We'll have to respond later. Yeah. All right. So we've just basically given our initial impressions, um, and just kind of talked generally. I we talked about the sand snakes and how one of them was in the Almighty Johnsons and Whale Rider. Yeah. And how I actually think that probably Sir Barrison is dead because they gave him kind of his swan song with yeah like this. Uh... I think I think he's dead. I maintain optimism for Grey Worm. I think I I think that's reasonable. What, what's your what's your verdict on Grey Worm? I think they're both dead, but I hope they're not. Well, Who we need because we not? need. But here's the thing: like that does open up a spot by for another um, Anglo-Saxon. Uh, Counselor by Daenerys's side, so sure. Jorah can come back in now. Because you that's can only true. have one. You can only have one like elder honky. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That, they, they were really like that was a territorial was dispute. A power struggle. Yeah. yeah, they're like, no, I'm her white guy, platonic guy. <laughs> only, <laughs> but who's secretly only one, only one Westerosi knight. Yes. In exile. <laughs> only one exiled knight. So anyway, let's let's start talking about stuff. Let's start okay, talking about so... this. Okay, we start out with this episode and like take this anywhere you want to because there's a there's a lot of different things going on with this episode and really the only place we didn't go was um with uh fucking Arya. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I also said um this was this this episode was called Sons of the Harpy. Um but you could also like I said to Natalie, you could give it the subtitle um people regale each other with Rhaegar um, anecdotes. Okay, just so not that bad of a let guy. Let me just tell you, the, the, like, I don't know if I'm noticing it more now that we are officially departed from the books for the most part. Mm-hmm. 
but I think they get heavy-handed with the foreshadowing and stuff. So, for instance, here are three, three things um, about which they have been, I think, heavy-handed. Go ahead. Grayscale. Yes. Rhaegar. Yes. I forgot the third thing. Those are the three things. You're right. What was the third thing? I don't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the grayscale. We were reminded of that thing. Okay, so okay, we, season one, no talk of grayscale. Season two, no talk of grayscale. Season three, creepy creepy girl appears with scarred face. No talk of grayscale. Season four, no talk of grayscale. Season five, lots to talk about grayscale. Yeah. Um. What What's up with that? Yeah, I mean, and that scene was pretty sweet though. Yeah, I like that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was great. That's as, that's as much love you love that you get. Like, from, uh, well, that's from the that best guy. way to do it too. Like, like, do you ashamed of me? He could be like, no, of course not. But that's what a bullshitter would say. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's like, oh, and he, let me tell you a story. Himself. What he blames he he kind of blames himself. Yeah, he bought this damn doll. It's like this he's a sucker new doll. dad. Yeah. Oh, and you, you, when did you realize? I realized as soon as she was like, touched and, it to your cheek. held it to your cheek, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, yeah. oh, oh not the doll. I saw somebody post on yeah. Facebook. I don't know. I think it was. It's like this velveteen rabbit thing where you had to burn the velveteen rabbit because it gave the kid smallpox or some shit. It was like, who's not Team Stannis after this? And it's like Stannis does have a heart. In yeah. fact, he shows some affection for his wife or daughter. <laughs> He does have a heart surrounded by stag horns and flames. Yeah, a flaming heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And speaking of, like, in that, we can stay in the location, but the rejection of the red woman yes. by Jon Snow. Oh, Jon like, Snow. Oh, when she like, flips, flips the script, and it's like, you know nothing, Jon Snow, slowly smile, like, because she's magic. We gotta remember she's that. Mag- she she knows. Magic. How many men do you think have resisted her her advances? It's going one. to make him only. I, I think only there's exactly bit. one. I think it's going to make him even more. Attractive. And you know what the re- what the great thing about that is, and I wrote this down. The great vow. The reason for that, he said, "I gave a vow. I loved another. He wasn't the Night's Watch that kept him from doing it. Well, no, yeah. it was his love. Of it was uh, what's her face? Uh, what does Gay of Thrones call him? Call that lady something." <laughs> yeah, I, I love it when he calls her something. Mm-hmm. Um, Downton something. She was yeah, a Downton. Downton yeah, Down, he calls her Downton Abbey. Anyways, um, so, so there's that, yeah. and then what else happens at the wall? Basically, like we yeah, need you to wall stuff. Uh, we, have... we need you to we need you to take sides, even though your oath tells you you shouldn't take sides. Blah yeah. blah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of that discussion. Like, he already said he's not going to. He's like, fuck this. I'm yeah. not going to do it. I'm, I'm a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stannis and his wife and Melisandre have a little power struggle a little bit. Like, But, you know, Stannis' wife is the one who brought Melisandre into this in the first place. Yeah, it's, you know. You know. Um, what a conflict, though. Um, then we have, uh, yeah, that was all we had north of the wall. Those couple scenes. Um, or at the wall, rather. We have uh, Jorah and Tyrion, who, it's funny, he's like, I was going to go there anyway. Hello, well. But I like that Jorah, I didn't notice until the second viewing that Jorah did pay the guy. Like, this was a poor fisherman 
who's finishing a night of uh, he's finishing a night of fishing. Like, and he's this is his he's probably probably poor, right? This is his livelihood. You the take king his, drops some coins you, on the dude's chest when he after he knocked him out. Take you take his catch and like you're ruining his his night. But if you take his boat, you've taken his livelihood. Yeah. He probably hasn't insured that thing, or no. if he has, it's just liability. It's just liability insurance. It's not theft. So, but it, it was, I like the one punch knockout. Yeah. They don't call him Tor, they don't call him the, the bear for nothing. Am I yeah. right? Because um, he's hairy. Yeah. Um, so we uh, have those guys, and, and I guess that's all. Oh, and, and then he punches out Tyrion, too, backhands him. Yeah, he specializes in the backhand. The thing I liked about that scene wasn't Tyrion's like, haha, I'm going to the same place. It's Tyrion completely figuring him out. Yeah, and using his brain. You know what Tyrion I thought about Sherlock that. Holmes in... did it. You know what I thought about during that entire thing. Huh. I was like, "How small is Westeros? Is it like a small, medium-sized town where everybody kind of, like the whole country is like this medium-sized town? Each other? Everybody knows who everybody else is by reputation prior to the internet, and like, well, that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, what? This they guy... know, but they know who the major players are. Guys. Well, like, like remember, um, remember when we were watching, um, it was, I think it might have been season one or season two, but, um, the, whatever Grand Maester, whatever Maester was up at Winterfell was mm-hmm. teaching Bran, Bran and Stark, like, the different families, and what are their words, and who are they people, and what's their colors, and what's their flags, like, that's part of the school of the royal kids. Like, you learn your letters, and you also yeah. learn who the major players are, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And Tyrion seems like someone who would know everyone. Tyrion knows everyone, yeah. But Tyrion yeah, knows. it's not like a, it's not a small, it's not, it's not a, a, a Madison Lake, Minnesota. You know? <laughs> He's learned. He's, He's learned, learned too. Yeah, and Tyrion figured. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, it, oh, Peppy, it, it's, it's learned. Oh, Peppy, uh, the, I still remember <laughs> that episode. Um, the Tyrion. Um, so the. The unrealistic coincidence is Jorah running into Tyrion in, uh, in... <laughs> I just in, realized, uh, I forgot that I relabeled this wine. Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I did that like a month ago. Put it back on the rack. You're like, future Nate will love this. This is a good joke. Alright. Um, um, okay, so... But but the thing I but but I was gonna say Tyrion recognized Mor- Jorah not by like oh you look like a Mormon I know a Mormon from what you know but yeah. he recognized him because of this the the, uh, sigil. the sigil yeah and and his reputation I guess and Tyrion was Tyrion was drunk for most of the small council meetings but he does remember some things yeah mm. all right let's speaking of the small council speaking of. Thursday's it's getting smaller. Really, it's getting smaller, it not small enough. But my favorite thing, my one of my favorite things, is old man Tyrell with his folksy humor. He's like, oh, I'm excited to get across. And she's like, she, he's like, like he's like, we can front the money, um, and the crown can, can pay us back, or I'd have words with my daughter. <laughs> It's like, that would be a grand adventure. Queen. This would be a grand adventure, bravos. <laughs> G- Game of Thrones calls him Colonel Mustard. <laughs> I haven't watched it at all this season. We need to just binge that. Uh, yeah. As soon as we're done. No. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that was fun. Um, how yeah. about Cersei? I think, remember last week we were talking about, I thought, and I thought it was a smart move setting up a power play with the, like, becoming allies with the, relu- the, the extreme religious fanatics? Yeah. Um, yeah. Progressive conservative. I, I don't think I don't but, think that she sees how this could possibly backfire on right, her, given, given their like, given their targets of like like moral right, depravity right. and exactly <laughs> like already we have mutterings from the sparrows of like abomination. You're an abomination. You're a bastard. When Tommen was there, yeah. Like we Just already like, there's yeah. already like mis- and and she is allowed for. The High Sparrow to say, no, I won't see the king right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Tommen should have had all of those guys struck down right then and there. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying he should have. I'm not saying that's the... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but... But um, in terms of solidifying his power. He should have, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially since, like... But stupid little Tommen, he's just eating his meal and Marjorie comes in. He's like, what? Why is my brother in jail? I don't know. I don't know. I what? put What's him going there. on? I don't control anything. <laughs> Poor Tommen, he's like, okay, I've been looking forward to this all day, my favorite meal. Uh, <laughs> I was going to have sex after this, but it's probably not, that's probably not going to happen either. Wait, you're not sleeping in here? What about the... What about the... that... The what five about the seconds second thing that fun. I love so much that I could do every day all the time? <laughs> it's Marwine. What is Bjork Argada? Bjork Argada. That means Bjork Street. That's the genitive of Bjork. Oh. Gautha Street. Okay. Do you have a little? You have? Do you have like? Are those are those earbuds not fitting in your little ears? They're falling out a little bit. Yeah. Earbuds fall out of mine too, especially yeah, the iPhone not, ones. You know, I I don't do well with these. Mm. So um, so we've got the Faith Militant doing this kind of like this cleansing of King's Landing, and it's a very much not a righteous one. Um, or not it's not a righteous cleansing. Like, so I and I don't be, I just don't believe it. I don't believe it because the High Sparrow seems like a guy whose concern is to feed the poor. Why did all of a sudden he authorize a violent strike against sexual perversions? No, I agree completely. Like he seems to be like also a pacifist. Like that is yeah. not I, his so very is, I feel objective. Like something... She's like, I want to give the church. I want to give the well, not the church the. So it, maybe they're mis- Maybe they just are sword. misrepresenting this character because the character is the one who's uh, who authorized this, right? Like I just don't see him doing that. But he I think I I wonder if. I, I agree. It just seems out of character. I wonder he's either playing coy with with. Um, I mean, he did accept the high septon position. Yeah. So, and the other thing is, but beside, by the way, if you want to build a following and not be with the government, you can't be like overtly militant. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of be pacifistic. But the other, so so it could have been that he could have been playing possum before. The other thing is, he could be a cynic, and he could be—he could know that this is the trade-off for his uh, for Cersei's grant of of the uh, of of his what's it called the faith militant. Yeah. Um, like she immediately followed, saying, like after she 
she said, okay, I'm established. You know, you can reestablish this. By the way, I, you know, I know of a couple of candidates. That's also, sort of... But like, here's the thing that perversion, that so-called, <laughs> the so-called perversion wasn't against the law. They're like, you're breaking the law. I don't think it was against the law. Where's the laws law? of gods and the gods and men? Do the gods are the god? There's got to be one of the seven has got to be a homo. I mean, because just statistically, statistically, well, if you take seven random people, one of the seven has to be. <laughs> yeah, come uh, on, come on, come I on. Bet you, I bet you it's the. Uh, it's the stranger. It's the stranger. <laughs> or the um, word. So it's the drowned god who's not even one of the seven. Um, okay, so we I, I the drowned god. <laughs> but I like the um I like uh oh I, I forgot to say this uh, when we were talking about Tommen and Marjorie and Marjorie's like your mom was doing this and this and, and Tommy's like aren't you and mother getting along like he's clueless. He's absolutely. And he's as like, soon as he, he says she, that she she's like that. she's like. <laughs> My sweet king, do you not even care? She like barely regains her composure and yeah. is like, "My sweet king, do you not care about me at all?" What? She knows just how to play him. But you know, I do. I think I do think she she actually cares about. She cares for him. Yeah, because but she she's is so, withholding now. Well, yeah, she's being strategic about the power that she's able to wield. I guess. Yeah. In this. I guess that's what you do. Um. Let's see. It's her decision to make, you guys. Her body first. Yep. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, let's see. I guess the only thing left be until we get to um, Daenerys. Um, I call her Danny. Yeah. They call her that in this book. Um, oh, I'll, do we want to say anything else about the sound, sand snakes? Um, um, we already talked about blah 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 and all the Johnsons. They are badasses. They are badasses. Um, it's like we're going to a fucking war against. Yeah, or are they bad's ass? I think they're bad's ass. Um. Oh, Jamie and Bron. We never talked about. Oh, so they land. They get um, captured. They have a they have a little breakfast kebab, little okay. snake on a stick. Buy you a kebab. But like, well, Jamie didn't like, even eat his. And that's uh, really this reckless. Poisonous, this poisonous snake is about to eat you. Breakfast! Uh, I'm like, well, I don't I know. Trust I don't Ron. know much about poison or it's in the, snakes. It's in the teeth glands. Just don't eat the teeth glands. Bron's been to uh, Dorn before. I'm sure he's... Maybe the like, cooking will... It's in their teeth glands. They don't bite themselves. But yeah, isn't it also like in their... Something else? Like it, something has to flow into their teeth glands. Lana... <laughs> Lana, you're a vet. Lana, come on. <laughs> from your snake anatomy class. She does She does weigh in on a couple things from last week. Excellent. She knows more about this stuff than I do. I mean, she didn't watch this episode before she wrote <gasps> in. Well, Just she was kidding. busy. She didn't Just have time kidding. to well, write, she's write in. She's busy doing she, good. Doing good. Right, but she did write in about our... <laughs> write in with comments about our last episode. Oh, good. Oh, Lana, also, um, since you're a doctor and stuff, be sure to look at the photo I just posted of our youngest daughter, Amelia, who's got eye stuff. We need free medical consult. Yeah. No, but it's funny because Lana said during the last podcast she had to press pause because she was laughing so hard. Why? Because we were talking about, like, putting your own penis in yourself. Oh, I forgot about that. asking my mom which hole to put it in. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you were such a challenging child. I, I just, I, I, I can't even imagine. Um. Okay, so let's see. Okay, Sand Snakes are badass. Bron- oh, no, Brian and Jamie. Um, and then Jamie finds out that he can use his gold hand, which I feel like he should have been able to know. He should have thought about that before. He's like, oh. And also, don't use gold. That's soft. That's why the thing Yeah, I was going to say, isn't gold, like, pretty soft and malleable? I don't that's know. Why, oh, that's, that's probably why I got stuck, yeah. But, like, get a... Use something. Do so. You know what? Don't even put a... Why even a gold-shaped hand? Why even a hand-shaped Put hand? a dagger. Stand, install a dagger on that thing. A hook. A hook. As... A la Captain Hook. <laughs> or or a several pronged hook. Or a saw? <gasps> a saw. Of, a bust, mace. A bust, mace. Buster Blues. Put on your put on your yeah. battle mace. Put your battle mace onto your just so many things. I mean, if you're gonna Funny strap things. something that's really heavy onto your arm. I mean, I understand putting the gold hand on when at court. Yes, yes, yes. But if you're, but if you're retired in your battle regalia... And he's, like, already have, trying to disguise that he's got this gold hand by putting a glove on fight, it. You should have your fighting hand on. Yeah. Your pimp hand. You gotta keep it strong. No, I don't mean pimp. Ladies, this is pimps, too, so go and brush your shoulders off. That's a little JZ for you guys. Um, JZ, little JZ. All right, so then we have, um, so we go across. Let's go just talk about Danny. And I wrote Dan, Daenerys, and this guy, and then I remembered his name was Selmy. Um, so we talked. And about then he died. Bit. And then he maybe died. Then his dar, but that was a boring little thing. Like blah blah blah. Let us have some more. Do I need to reiterate that I would like fighting pits? Just let them have their goddamn UFC fights. Like it makes if it. It's, if it makes the simple folk happy to watch people fight, let them do it, right? So here's, and here's the utilitarian argument. The fighters want the fighting pits. Everyone else wants the fighting pits. And Think of the money yes, you could make from the... For the, the money from the make. gate. The gate. When you talk about the gate, you take in... Take There's in just local economy in general. Uh, but, okay, so... Rich people are the, spending money. You have the fighting, you have fighting pits that everybody wants anyway. Mm-hmm. If the if this is maybe a big if, if the bringing the fighting pits would bring some peace. So let's say on a typical night of fights at the fighting pits, ten guys die. You've got ten fights, ten guys die. You know what? Uh, that is that is fewer guys dead than ten nights than of the in, than the innocents being killed by this like insurgency, and. The guys who die are guys who go in with the knowledge I might die. Yeah, and you know what? Open it up to prisoners. Like, like, tell you what, we'll give you a pardon or a reduced sentence, or maybe you'll get a better, you'll get an extra bowl of soup every night if you fight in this fight. <laughs> you know? Maybe don't give them freedom if they're super violent. You know? Yeah. Maybe, you know... But that's up to the parole board. You know, you have to leave them some discretion. That's the thing. (laughs) Don't put everything before Daenerys. Appoint some uh, judges. So, um... So then we have um, those... You know what? Like I always say, you don't trust a woman. Well, yeah. And the women who... The women who sold out those people to the uh, harpies... You especially don't trust... Those kind. You especially don't trust those the women the women who have sins, and I presume and I assume I assume sexual sins whenever I hear that women of sin. Um, 
I'm referring back to a Mary Magdalene. Our last oh, conversation. I, I, are you guys are you guys inspired by Danny's ability to govern at this at this stage No, I think game? she's naive and I think idealistic. I yeah, think she needs I mean, to really think about I don't I feel like she's applying her ideals of, to a, a culture lessons. she doesn't understand. A lot of hard lessons to learn, but this is this is um It's growth for Danny. This is hopefully hopefully it's growth. Hopefully she learns from it. Um you know, and, and, you know, what's the harm, really? What, who's getting hurt, anyway? Yeah, who's getting hurt, so, anyway? No one's dying. Children. Yeah. I mean, of consequence, I mean, except for yeah. Selmy. Yeah, I'm talking about West, good, wholesome, Christian, Westerosi children are fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this the heathens is, across the, on the <laughs> to the east. This is, this is like, this is, this is like Iraq, actually. It's like, Marine is Iraq. Yeah. I'm the first person to make that comparison, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's we so we've got this kind of cool fight between Harpies and Unsullied, and 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 Selmy, Barry said Selmy. And at first I was like, there's no way the Unsullied are dying to all these street thugs. But then I thought, there's nothing more dangerous than someone whose faith is under attack. Like yeah, they have the religious fervor behind them. Unsullied are like the Unsullied. You know what they're trained to do is not feel pain and to obey, and also yeah. to be good fighters. But the um. The harpies have this religious fervor behind them, you know. Well, and the unsullied can't, you know, that they, they, they aren't invincible, you know. They've been they've been ambushed. They were, if if they knew there were people, if they knew that there was an ambush waiting in the alley, they would have gone in there as as sure. such. But they they went in and then they were surrounded. But like, um, um yeah, like little little Barack Obama was able to fight with a knife <laughs> in baby, him. Baby Barack Obama. Baby Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Like he I mean, he killed. He skewered two harpies on both ends of his spear. Did you see that? Well, and how badass was it when Barris and Selmy came in and was yeah, like, and then he's like this. between the two, I mean, the two of them at the they end, they just like, about a dozen. Just, yeah, at least a dozen. Yeah. Their victory, yeah, they 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 were, I would argue, victorious, even I though like, they're potentially dead. It reminded me when Selmy got hit in the like leg and he got down on his knees. It reminded me of you guys saw role models, right? Yes. yes. It reminded me of that, but I also watched. There's um. There's a real life. Uh, there's a thing called the Society for Creative Anachronisms, which is yeah. like it's a what it's it's a basically a Ren's Fair thing, um. But it's not. They'll be quick to say it's not the same, um. But so I go to watch roller derby a lot, and they have like halftime entertainment a lot. And one time, the Society for Creative Anachronisms provided the halftime entertainment by having mock sword fights with like padded swords and armor and shit. But, like, they would do the thing where they hit each other in the arm and then they put their arm behind them or get on their knees and stuff. And there'd be, like, a ref in armor, too. And um, it was hilarious because I had had a few beers during the bout. So I started cheering for my favorites. I'd be like, go, guy with fish on his armor! Go, fish guy! You know? Because <laughs> then they would, you know, they'd have the two match up and then they'd... That's awesome. <laughs> so I was like, I got everyone around me to, like, cheer for, like, specific people. <laughs> It's but like it's a real tourney. But it's funny because they all had these this homemade armor, and I shouldn't mock them because they really worked hard on this shit, you know? But yeah. what was cool was later on I saw someone with their helmet off, and it was a lady. I was like, you're Brienne of Tarth. I didn't say that to her. <laughs> but I was like, there are ladies fighting with big broadswords and axes and shit. Like, some of them had spears that were basically styrofoam sticks. But Yeah. Anyways. That's cool. 
Anyways, that's what it reminded me of because they did the thing where like they they like get on one knee if they got hit in the knee, and if they got a head shot or a body shot, the ref would call it off and. What, it's only a flesh wound. Yeah. Oh really? That's a good one. Good reference, Levi. Okay. <laughs> What's that from? Is that from something? <laughs> okay. Any other thoughts before I go to our email? Let's go to the um, email. Sansa. 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 Oh, yes. Sansa. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, Sansa. Oh. Well, you know, she's... By the way, she was looking good. You know, I, I will say Sophie Turner has developed as an actress. And developed as a woman. Okay, we're not getting... We're not getting... What? What? It's a compliment. <laughs> she's grown it's up, I guess. Um, But... You know, she's doing a good job. I'm just saying the and... neckline and the necklace, the necklace and the neckline were nice on her. Oh, and that pervy kiss from Littlefinger. Yes, like, you can't have with... a good vibe from Littlefinger without a pervy kiss. That entire time I thought a sexual assault was about to happen. Yeah, me too. Um, you? Yeah, I thought a sexual assault. Like, he's like, I'll be back. And, and I'll be only and... gone for this. I'll be gone for two weeks' time. I'll be gone for the a fortnight's time. And then he gives her a kiss, kiss that's a little bit creepy and but what's creepiest about it is she seems to have liked it no no what she did was you see what she did afterwards she's like i expect i'll be a married woman when you get back like stop this like that's, oh, really? that was i that's what i read as the hidden text. i thought she was maybe like being like don't fucking leave because i'm gonna get married if you leave oh okay i thought it was like you better stop fucking around because there's i'm gonna be married to a guy who skins people um Actually, so, I prefer so, that yeah, interpretation. So the plan is for, if if I, if so is, um, uh, so Littlefinger is banking on uh, the Boltons being di- dispatched by, um, by what's his by name? By the Starks. But I, at the same time, he's, the he's Starks, going, the, uh, sorry, the, uh, the Baratheons. Baratheons, but at the same time, he, he's going down because he, that rate, because there was a, a letter to the Eerie that went to, that got forwarded, a forward message. To him yeah. at Winterfell. Yeah, ported. yeah. Um, but also, I think the other message that was sent to him, because um, he got the letter from Cersei, but he also got another message from Cersei, didn't he? Um, when they, like, uh, seized his brothels and killed all of his managerial stuff. Oh, yeah. He definitely got that message. That was the, that's, that was the second message. Point. that just, He was like, yeah, I got a couple different messages. couple so. things happened. Mm-hmm. So now, like, that was the other message. I think that was a twofold thing from Cersei. Like, where the fuck is uh, um, Peter Baelish? Yeah. Because so, they made sure to say that during the uh, cleansing of the temple. Yeah, this is Peter Baelish's. Uh... Yeah. Well, that was Olivar, who's, uh, what's his name's lover? Slash pimp and manager. You know, Loris. Oh, and they hung some dong in this? We're in slow motion here all of a sudden. Yeah. It's slow mo. Okay. I, I can still hear you. What's going on, Mr. Oh, we're just Slash having... Pimmy Manager. Okay, let's uh, hold up. Hold. Hold for uh, editing. Okay, okay, sorry. Hold for editing. And. Let's sync this up. Go. Okay, so. <laughs> so, um. Not sure what that was all about. Some full turbulence. Um, but uh, the <laughs> uh, so Olivar, the slash the manager, the managerial staff was like, "Do you know who owns this place?" And yeah, everyone knows who owns the place. But um, 
I don't know what I was going to say about that. Oh, we saw some dongs. Yeah, we saw dongs. Very faint dongs. But they, they must have read the article that we posted last week. They must week. have read that article. Um, like, quick, get some peen in there. Dong. Dong. Dong done. Um, but it was ten minutes into the ten minutes ten seconds into the show before we saw tits in this episode. Um, <laughs> are you approximately and Nate, Nate's got Nate's got a side job for Mister Skin. Isn't that the web? Is that the website where they? Yes. Yes, and what's hilarious is I felt so like when I watched Knocked Up. Yeah. And I watched that with my when I was I was married when I saw that, and I watched that with my then wife, and they're like, we 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 talk about the, we we find the nude scenes and things and we post them, and I was like, I think that's like Mr. Skin that website. I've, I, <laughs> and then they like bring it up later. <laughs> it's a lot like Mr. Skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, let's move on. All right, so we've got an email. We've got one email. Um, Natalie, how do people email us? Bjorkbrothers at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I want to say... Bjork, B-J-O-R-K. Yes. And, you know, it always surprises me when we, like, take our children places or whatever and have to chuck them into, like, appointments or something, and people are like, how do you spell Bjork? And I'm like, like the fucking singer? Yeah, exactly. B-J-O-R-K. Like, how, how do you not... Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and then people still sometimes say Bjork. I'm like, yeah, like, really. Anyway, Bjork Brothers at gmail.com. I know that none of you who are listening would make such a grievous error. None of you would. Um, so, and I I heard a really cool cover from PJ Harvey and Bjork covering I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Ooh. Um, and they covered it back in 94, but I only just discovered it just, like, this past week. Send it our way. All right, take, so I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna put it on the end of this podcast. Sweet. So what's our email, Nate? At your brother to gmail.com. That's the one. Um. Oh. Oh. What's the actual email that we got? Yep. That's I thought you was asking like me what the email address well, was. So I was like, email that was sent. I was like, I was like, uh, Natalie, have you been having a few too many wines? Because you just said it. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what's going on. All right. This is from Lana. The uh, subject line. Polyphemus? Polyphemus? Levi, what's the name? Anyways, Polyphemus, Gay Monarchs, and Oral Sex is the subject line. <laughs> Ooh, I look forward oh. to this. She says, good evening all. I've yet to watch this week's episode, but I thought I'd write in with a few comments on last week's Game of Thrones podcast. Thank you. Levi, I wanted to let you know that I appreciated your Odyssey reference about the Cyclops and No Man, even if no one else did. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Natalie, in response to your question about whether the monarchy recognizes same-sex marriages, uh, I presume they do as there's nothing written to the contrary. The succession of the Crown Act of 2013 removed the preference for male heirs and established that marrying a Catholic no longer excludes you from the line of succession. Whoa, (laughs) that was a lot until 2013? What? You could, oh, yeah. I, I can't believe there's an, anachronistic laws around a monarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> However, it made no mention of same-sex marriages, and as they are now legal in the UK, I can't see how the crown can choose to not recognize them. But uh, will they bring a king and queen regardless? Get, 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 never mind. Proceed. Although technically the monarch has to approve the marriage of the next six people in line to the throne... 
So good old Queenie could always choose to remove someone from the line of succession if she didn't believe they should be marrying someone of the same sex. I don't like that law. The monarchy has to approve the next six marriages? Wow. Um, finally, to follow on from Nate's story about what he thought masturbation was when he was a kid, I thought I'd like to share my own story. When I was about 11, I heard the term oral sex for the first time, but I had no idea what it meant. The only reference point I had was the homonym, homonym oral, oral, which is the name huh. of, the, of a component of my guitar <laughs> exams, where you had to listen to a piece of music and sing it back. So I drew the obvious conclusion that oral sex involves singing to your partner about sex prior to the act <laughs> itself. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who doesn't love a good sing song as a bit of foreplay? anyway after thinking this through for a while i decided it wasn't logical and concluded that oral sex must just mean talking about sex (laughs) oral sex as you can imagine i was pretty shocked months later to find out it wasn't singing or talking that you use your mouth for during (laughs) oral sex (laughs) i think the moral of the story is always state the bleeding obvious when talking to your kids or students about sex Lana XXX. I agree. I, heard a really, I actually heard a really interesting segment on CBC earlier. Who doesn't enjoy like, a good sing song as a bit of foreplay? Sing song. Um, I I actually heard a really interesting segment from an Ottawa person who's like pushing for very like cut and dry, use the actual anatomical term sex ed. Sure. Yeah. Really? That needs Why that would needs you not to happen. Do that? I know. <laughs> well, there's a big debate in Ottawa actually about that right now because they've put in a new curriculum and all a bunch of parents have like kept their kids home. Mostly as long actually. And, oh, really? That's what they were actually talking about. Is well, interesting. You know, what, I, if I if I was to upgrade one piece of our our vernacular, um, like even in the article last week, um, where the peen the peen article where she said. It it doesn't show it'll show sometimes it'll show vagina or a side labia like ha 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 it, it never no if you're gonna if you're gonna try to differentiate between female and anatomical parts they never show vagina that's the inside this is I a guess. yeah so vagina. It's like the whole thing. No, it's it is well, you could say that, but um And Cliff is right, it's like the whole thing. I think I, I don't look at me. Levi's like look at me I don't know. I'm a <laughs> I've been married for like ten years and have two daughters, but I don't fucking know about vaginas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're just words, you guys. They're just, it's just words. <laughs> um the vagina's the interior part, right? No. I don't know. Lana, 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 do snakes are, po- are poisonous snakes poisonous throughout their body? And also, where's the vagina? That's plural. Stella, vagina. yes, you have a vagina as well. Okay. Oh, my cat's meowing at me. Okay. Um, this will be it, I think. Do we have any other uh, thoughts? I got nothing. Um, Baby cake kitty. But I'm really excited about I'm real I'm getting really excited about this the show because I don't know what's going on anymore. Looks yeah, like we're exactly. gonna, I know exactly. yeah, this is getting into the territory of like stuff that we expect, but stuff that we're like, oh my god. Yeah. 
This hasn't come yet in the books. This is exciting. Like we're not which doing... is a nice, which is a nice little mix. It's a nice little mix. A nice little mix. Oh, she was just eating. Her breath smells like cat oh. food. Hey, kitty cat, cat. Our kitty cat's girl. over there. He's just bathing himself. He's Sir Pounce. We we have decided we should have named him Sir Pounce. She has uh, named. She has uh, lost a pound and a half in the past month. Well, congratulations, Good Stella. Job, Stella. She switched from um, dry food to wet food, and that's it. Nice. We need to switch our our cat from. We need to start integrating wet food. I mean, she's sexy no matter what her size is. Yeah, it's just it's just it it it, 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 hurt, it hurts her uh, arthritis and she can't lick her butt as effectively. Yeah, so that's important. Is she doing kitty yoga as well then to increase the flexibility? She, you know, she was prescribed it, but she doesn't do it. She just wears yoga pants. Oh. I understand that. Yeah, um, I've been there. I knew her daily dating profile. She says she does yoga because she yeah. did it once. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Uh, Siggy's I'm supposed to start feeding Siggy uh, some wet food because apparently boy, uh, um, altered boy cats, mm-hmm. neutered, neutered male cats. There he have, is. Here he have is. To, um, Here's this glorious. They specimen. tend to get uh, urinary blockages. Really? From not getting enough liquid in their diet. Because they eat, they, they eat the hard food and it's really concentrated and they don't drink enough water because cats are used to getting moisture in their food. So cats, our vets, cats typically get most of their moisture from their food. Yeah, so Siki drinks a lot of water because it's in Kenya's dish, and they share a dish of water. Siki likes to steal things from Kenya, including Kenya's water. He also takes Jokes the first like three bites of Kenya's food when Levi pours it. Yeah, that's what Levi says. I feel like I've told Nate this story about five times. Well, no, just Kenya... once. Just once. Okay. Well, and Kenya actually puts up with it, which is really remarkable because Kenya's a shit. I don't know what he's after in but the fireplace. Siki's in the fireplace. He's fire. Fire doesn't burn a dragon. Oh, he's a dragon cat. Sir Pounce. <laughs> okay. Sir Pounce? I w- so what if Sir Pounce comes back? Where is he? Oh. That, is, that was Marjorie's ticket to... Uh, that's Tom how she got in with that. That's how she got she got in his pounce. pants. Yeah. I'm interested in your like, man's heart. What is this cat's cat. name? She's like, I'm interested in your oh, cat. Pounce? He's like, I'm also interested in something of the sort. <laughs> we'll introduce what? each other to such mm, fine things mm, and what? regale what? each other with ribald tales of ribaldry. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some, maybe we could sing the bear and the maiden fair. The bear, the bear, the maiden fair. Bear, the bear, the maiden fair. Let me fetch my loot. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. What? <laughs> okay, that'll be it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
I used to like taking your inhaler. I forgot about that. That was awesome.
there we go. This has been no. I just that's that's how I'm gonna end it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no. That's that, that's better. That's yeah, better. I think so. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.